Check out my guys at tbk247.com as we change the culture for God. Peace. Not going to lie. So when I was younger, I would say like, you know how we all go through this identity crisis type thing when we're younger? That's good. Yeah, kind of. Like you you don't want to be like the- friends, any friends. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so do, in- do wonders like AI anomalies. Her- I know that, right? Saga, who was on, rap on, on saying beats. You're definitely more lyrical, so like you're not. I actually knew a guy in Miami that he was going to the same gym. And I tweeted like last week that someday I'm going to have a song with him. I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Um, so- <laughs> Yo, what up, everybody? This is Mitch Darrell, and this is the Mitch Darrell Show. I know we've been gone for a minute. I almost forgot what episode we were on. This is episode 27, so hopefully I can get to, I'm trying to get to 100 sooner rather than later, but so right now we're at 27, blessed to be this far. Today I'm interviewing a friend of mine, not a brand new artist, an artist who I've been familiar with, Untitled. What's up, bro? What's going on, bro? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling great, man. I appreciate you being on the show. Um, like I said, I've I've spoken to you for, it's been at least three years, I'm pretty, it's probably more than three years. Yeah. Um, but we kind of we have a rapport. I would consider you a, an artist friend of mine. Um, that being said, there's still stuff I don't know about you. Um, so the the first question I'll go with I, the same question I ask everybody is how did you find Christ? How did you find the church? All that. So um, <clears throat> I pretty much grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, born and raised, man. Uh, born and raised. Um, all my life, you know, and I, I wouldn't say that I didn't really find Christ until I would say like I was in college. Um, and, you know, in college, man, I was going through a lot. I was really, really broke. I was poor, man, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, I was really like hoping with depression and things like that with alcohol, you know, substance mm. abuse, alcohol, weed, a lot. Um, and, you know, in that time frame, I kind of like, you know, like backslid from the church or whatever, mm. you know, from my faith. I still believed in God, but I wasn't as active as I was. Right. Um, and it wasn't until we had like a uh, event at the church I was going to at the time in Orlando um, where we had like a retreat. We just got away you know they took us to like this farm or whatever no technology no nothing we had to lock our cell phones away for like oh, four man. days yeah like it was like four three days and uh the first night man we watched a clip from the passion of the christ and i had seen the movie before uh but they showed a clip of the passion of the christ and then afterwards they like passed out this sheet of paper with like you know all these different sins on there mm-hmm. you know lying stealing uh, sexual immorality type stuff, you know, and it was like, be honest, check it off, blah, 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 check off, you know, stuff that you dealt with or dealing with right now. So, you know, I was honest, I checked it off. And uh, we had a segment that same night where we like nailed it to the cross, right? Mm. Yeah, so went up, nailed it to a cross, and then that was the end of the first night. The uh, second day, we come back after we eat breakfast, they pull the cross out, and, uh, you know, they're explaining, like, hey, you know, when you're in Christ, there's no condemnation. Old things are passed away, but whole things become new. So they was like, so 
who wants to come up here, take their uh, <laughs> their list off and like read oh, it out loud? Oh man! I'm like, yo! I'm like, uh. <laughs> so we're, everybody, we, and it's like a room full of guys. These people I know, right? You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, I don't want to expose myself, like right. you know, whatever. But uh, I just felt like I'm gonna be the first. I'm, I, for some reason, I'm always the first to do something. So. Hmm. I went up and uh, I remember specifically where I nailed mine. So I went to that spot. I pulled it down and uh, the guy was like, open it up. He was like, open it up, open up the sheet of paper and like, you know, read it. But before he was like, we're not going to judge Joe. Right. And everybody was mm-hmm. like, right. He was like, we still going to love him no matter what it is. He's like, right. So now I'm getting nervous. I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> so I opened it up, man. And the sheet of paper was blank. Blank, wasn't it? Oh, it was blank. But then he was like, hold it up to the light. And I was like, all right, cool. So I hold it up to the light. And then like magic marker, it said, you're forgiven. Wow. And I'm like, <laughs> so right. So I, I go, I go sit down in my seat. And when I, as soon as I sat down, it hit me and I cried mm-hmm. like, like I never cried before in my life. Like I cried like a baby. And uh, from that day forward, it's like when Jesus became real to me, because like everything that I ever did, you know what I'm saying? Like, man will hold it against you. But that day it came real that Jesus wouldn't hold it, you know, against me and that I'm forgiven no matter what I felt was dirty or unforgivable. He forgave me. And yeah, man, that's when Jesus became real. And then other stuff, too, along the way, like his supernatural provision, you know, while I was in college, like you know, going to church, not telling people that I was starving and coming to church and like, people was like, yo, I went grocery shopping. Right. God told me to buy some extra. So here you go. And I'm like, what? Oh. <laughs> like, you know, things like that. So I've seen God move in my life in like crazy ways. And yeah, so that's how it moved from this being my parents' Christianity to it being mine. So, yeah. yeah. See, I love that because so you're probably the third person I think that's ever been like like me because I was born in the church as well and I always feel like it's interesting talking to people like us because it's never like I was born into it and found Christ when I was born and it's just st- stuck with me like it's always a part where it's like I was going to church because my parents would bring me to church I had no choice I was five you know what I'm saying like I, right, I don't, right. I'm just I'm coloring I'm wondering when lunchtime is <laughs> then you get to an age where you're like it's typically I feel like college is a good example or whenever you're not being forced to go exactly. is when you go through something when you're just living actual life is when you're like oh i found christ for myself instead of like yeah everything is just perfect because i was born into it so i appreciate you right. sharing that and that uh that uh blank sheet of paper thing that's dope that's yeah, a that <laughs> might have to steal that that joint hit me i was like oh god what super dope <laughs> so how did you have you always been because you're an artist so have you always been into music um or how did that kind of start so I've always been uh, into music. And I, I remember like when I was a kid, man, I used to, uh, I had a rhyme book and I used to write songs with no beats. Like I was just, yeah. I would just write verses and hooks all day. And I told myself, I was like, man, when I get older, I'm going to find beats to these and like make mm-hmm. songs. And I ended up losing that rhyme book. Devastated. Oh man. Devastated Thanks. me, man. <laughs> um, so I always been like, creative with writing i've always been a good writer too like mm-hmm. you know growing up in school i always got like a's in writing class or whatever Thanks. so i knew mm-hmm. how to write um i guess song structure is was like the area of opportunity um and when i got to college you know that's i went to full sale 
mm-hmm. uh, for show production. So I was like into like the live production side, mm-hmm. but just fascinated with audio boards and stuff like that. So that's what I went to school for. Very dope. And uh, you know, during that time frame, I got exposed to you know like recording studios, and I'm like, yo, this is amazing. Like these, mm-hmm. this gear is beautiful. Um, and like my cousins. You know, my one of my cousins actually had a rap group back <laughs> when we were kids. And uh I was like, man, I looked up to him. I was like, man, I want to be like y'all, you know, but I couldn't rap to save my life. Like my right. delivery I mean- was te- <laughs> delivery was terrible. Like I ain't had no bars, no no swag, no charisma, right. <laughs> nothing. But I was I was dead set on doing it. And when I got to college, I thought I was doing something, but like my lifestyle wasn't matching what I was trying to put out. So mm-hmm. it would never get off the ground. Uh, and it wasn't until I moved here, um, moved to Philly mm-hmm. when, uh, you know, things started to progress where like, all right, I guess God was like, okay, I could trust you with the content because now you're totally surrendered to me. Um, and I just kept practicing and practicing and, you know, just got better and better at it. So were you always, were you always trying to make uh, Christian rap or like Christian based yeah. Uh, rap. So yeah, yeah. See, that's that's interesting because I feel like most, I feel like most, maybe not most Christian rappers, but a lot of Christian rappers don't know a lot. Like they don't know that that's a thing you can do. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, I was trying to rap like the world, or like maybe I was trying to rap like the world, but leaving out the cuss words. Um, but so you were always trying to make Christian rap. Did you always know that there was like a whole space for that type of thing? Oh, for sure. Really? Yeah, I, I grew up listening to. Uh, you know, uh, back in the day, it was Idol King, um, SFC, Soldiers for Christ, wow. DC Talk, Dynamic Twins. Mm-hmm. Then around early 2000s, my cousins introduced me to the Cross Movement. Mm-hmm. And when they introduced me to Cross Movement, it was a rap. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I was like, yo, this, the, the, I was like, the, what I was listening to before was dope, but this, yeah, this, this right crazy. here, yeah. And then that's, that's when I was exposed to, the truth, you know, the truth at the time was just coming out. Uh, you know, Lecrae and Triple E and Tadashi was in a, you know, embryonic stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I, I knew it was a space all, uh, the whole time because I grew up listening. My dad, you know, it, my, my parents were strict on what I was able to listen yeah. to. So, but my dad did have Christian hip hop. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, my friends are listening to, you know, DMX and all mm-hmm. that. And I'm, you know, I'm listening to like T-Bone and <laughs> Idol King and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm jealous because I feel like, like I'm, you know, I was mad late to, to Christian hip hop. I didn't know it was a thing until until I had already started rapping, really. I was already just That's kind crazy. of, I was already doing it. Uh-huh. I just didn't know I was doing it. Like I rap about what I know and I know I was a, I've always been a Christian. I know God. So without even intentionally doing it, I was making faith-based rap and then i was like wait there's a whole thing i remember talking to my my uh mentor i was like there's a whole group of people that make music just like this i'm gonna join this um (laughs) but i you know i would kind of wish i had known about it sooner um what got you to the point of being like i want to become an artist and like name myself and start a brand and kind of like do the artist thing for real uh so I I would have I think I would go back to like 2015 mm-hmm. I believe um so this is my you know when I moved uh moved to Philly and uh connected with uh my current pastor um and uh he he found out that I could rap so right. 
my pastor is like really inclusive with like the, the arts and things like that, you know, so he was, you know, wanted to include me in like services. So on a new year's service, um, he, he allowed me to perform <clears throat> and, uh, I had performed a song that's called salvation. And, uh, he was like, I did not know that you had that in you or whatever. <laughs> so, um, he asked me, he was like, what do you, what do you like plan to do with this? And I'm like, man, I, I just want to make rap. And he was like, but I, he was like, I think God could really use this. And I was like, all right, cool. Okay. So <laughs> I think at the time I was just going by Joe Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, but on Spotify, there's like a million Joe Johnson. So I was yeah, like, I, bet. <laughs> I was like, man, how do I like decipher myself, you know, from, from this? Uh, so I was recently ordained as a deacon at my church mm-hmm. and, uh, um, you know, people were like overcorrect and be like hey joe i'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry Deacon joe, Deacon joe. and i'm like i don't i don't really care about like the, 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 the prefix title. i was like i understand the title and all that but like you don't gotta correct yourself like that that's funny so uh <laughs> one of one of my sisters in our sister church she did a poem about uh being like you know it was called i think it was called untitled like i really don't think it was but what she was pretty much talking about was like you know how we've put in so much emphasis on our titles and we've forgotten about just being servants you know and i was like that's it right there right i'm gonna call myself untitled but i was like but i gotta find a cool way i was like i gotta find a cool way to spell it right or whatever so I, uh, the first iteration was u-n-t-d-l-d yep and i was walking around like yeah untitled no titles needed untitled without the vows and i was doing untitled without the vows for so long till somebody yep. was like yo bro you is a is a vow and i was like <laughs> oh snap <laughs> i was like oh snap man these people probably think i'm that illiterate is hilarious <laughs> that's so funny oh <laughs> uh, man so i'm like you know how many songs i done put out with that tagline <laughs> You don't so, think about it too. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, so yeah, so it was UNTDLD, but a lot of people was calling, it was like, it looked like untold. And I was like, you know yeah. what? It do look like untold. Uh, so I was like, how can I, what do I need to add? And then that's when I added the I. So mm. UNTIDLD. And that's why I call myself untitled because I, literally I just want to be, you know, a servant. Um, mm-hmm you know for for god and allow him to use this music and this platform to you know not only just be creative and and make good music but just to reach people as well you know the experiences that i've been through and uh and so forth so that's that's uh where it started 2015 is is where it started very dope it's crazy how much the eye does help because i always just knew your name was untitled but like sometimes i look at it or if i had to write it out for something i'd be like how do you spell it? Is it T D L? And then when right. you added the I, I'm like, oh, this makes it, it's, it should have been this before. But that, I didn't know you were doing the untitled without the vowels. That's yeah. super funny. That's funny. <laughs> Maybe that was hurting your listenership. People were like, is uh, he this... joking? <laughs> <laughs> There's a you literally right there. No, that's super funny. Okay, so. Hey, there you go. <laughs> hey, I got that brand and wine. That's the holy sacrament. Resting on my head, that's a halo. They be asking me, what's the source? It's my prayers, 
walking by it, asking, boy, what is you doing? It's fire in my bones. I cannot stop moving. Got me dancing out my clothes like I'm David. I be grooving. Got the message when I read the text. Things be added when we built the kingdom. God flex. I got the keys to your freedom. We will never stress. I'm going for mine like I'm Keith Sweat. Okay, what's next? I don't make a move unless he say so. Too many cats in the rat race chasing queso. On a treadmill with nowhere to go. Do it all for show. Left Christ out the package separated from the bride like Jeff Bezos. Oh yeah, I gotta stay committed. Tesla, I be driven. Scripture washing me. Maintaining righteous living. Flesh, I be killing. Body broken just for me. Blood cover, I'm forgiving. I cannot fail when I'm led by the spirit. I got that bread and wine. That's a holy sacrament. Talking with my God. Demonstrate without a pack of tracks. Never that get the bag so I can feel a need. Not for greed, let it be about the people. Hope they never see me. I'm trying to build a strong bond with community. That's what I see. Honestly, so many churches fell into idolatry. My God, the triune, but we trying to be isosceles. I step into your service and the temperature is cold. It's like you operate in fear because the preaching ain't bold. Give a bag to get a blessing, man. It's gotta be more. How did God plant this church if the spirit never flow? On my tongue, got me talking all spicy. They trying to swipe left means they probably don't like me. Yeah. Church, we gotta level up where we at. It's so appalling. Fire falling. Answer that phone. That's the spirit calling. Got some things he wanna do, but the call keep I on got dropping. That bread and wine. That's a holy sacrament. Talking with my guy. I've been making covenants. Had to realign. Made a few adjustments. I'm not making moves. If the moves ain't spirit led, I don't make a move unless he say so. Got the spirit resting on my head. Okay, so we are both in a group. I don't even know what to call it. It's a group chat that turned into a collective, collective. that turned into like a family that's like an artist group. But uh, uh, TLS, I just forgot the name, the listening session. <laughs> um, do you, I talked to Mike about this. I think I'm gonna talk to all the members about it. But when, do you remember when you got added to the group? Um, if you were there at the beginning or close to the beginning? I was uh, in the beginning. That's what I, I thought. Was one one like a part of that original, however many of us it was. I remember Q sent that tweet out, and I was like, "I'm in." Yeah. Yeah. So did, and did you? Side note: Did you ever? Were you ever part of Five Twenty Collective when they were like making the artist pages and they had that kind of, of, yeah. of a group? Mm-hmm. I think you were in that too because I think that might have been how I met. You're one of the people who I know I've known you for forever, but I don't know how we like. I think I met you through met. Truth. Of- that that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> then I don't even remember how I met Truth. It was probably just Twitter. Right. Um, but do you think TLS has helped you as an artist and as a as a Christian, and in what ways? Oh, for sure. T- definitely um, as an artist, man. Like <laughs> sending in that music and getting the feedback. You know, like because that's really what it it would it started out as. Like you know, just mm-hmm. a place for artists to send in ideas and things like that and then we could 
you know, without any harsh judgment, <laughs> yeah. give, uh, yeah. you know, give sound critique or whatever. That really helped me, like, elevate when it came to, like, beat selection. I mean, I thought I always had beat select, good beat selections, but just content-wise, you know what I'm saying, helping with the writing, um, delivery, yeah. that really helped out a lot. Um, and then, like, just, like, from a holistic place, like, the discussions that we have, you know what I'm saying on like real topics that we you know talk about or whatever and I like how we can have a um a disagreement and, mm. and, and, and but it's a fruitful disagreement because you know we don't walk away like oh man, man. I hate Mitch or I <laughs> I, I hate Weeze or whatever right. but it's like you know what I'm saying at the end either we come to a consensus where we agree or you know we just agree to disagree and it's always fruitful there's no malice behind it um, and then like, you know, if somebody's struggling with something, man, like, you know, how cats are quick to pray or whatever, which Back. is, is also a blessing as well. You know, we, we send in something like, yo, I'm, even something as simple as I'm about to hop on the plane, y'all lift a prayer up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Facts. Like little stuff like that. It goes a long way. Um, and it's definitely grown into like a community. You know, even though it's online, I know y'all met at a couple of the festivals. I wasn't able to right. get to any, but you know, when we do link up, it's gonna be like <laughs> we known each other oh, forever. Family. Yeah, yeah, honestly, you know that's the thing. Cause like just just uh, nowadays, how the internet is such a big part of life. Not even ten, maybe ten, twelve years ago, you'd be like, can you really get to know somebody through the internet? And it's like it doesn't even feel like I don't know people. You know what I'm saying? Like I've never right. met you in person, but it doesn't feel like I haven't. You know, like, right. and then, like you said, if I met you in person, I wouldn't be like, you're a stranger. I'd be like, yo, like, <laughs> I, I know you. Yeah. We've been talking for years. So I definitely feel like TLS is dope because it does what I'm always preaching for people to do. And it's such a, a space that's small yet big and kind of full of clicks and levels and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, find other people that are at your level because right. all of them are trying to do the same thing. All of them are like, man, how can I get better? And how can I collab with people? And how do I get to know? Like, I remember when I first joined Christian Hip Hop, I found Rapzilla. I didn't know the Christian Hip Hop was really a thing. I saw that Rapzilla was like the hub for it. So I just like followed everybody that followed Rapzilla. Like on I just on Twitter, I was just like, <laughs> follow, follow, follow. Like, it's probably how I ended up finding truth on other people. Yeah. So I was like, how do I, how do I know that this is a space, but like meet people and like actually like make myself a part of this space um and it ended up working out some way or another but i feel like getting in the groups group chats telegram is super dope just ways that you actually have like contact with other artists that are trying yep. to do the exact same thing as you exactly exactly so it helps it helps building we, well i actually can't give that away i was about to talk about our <laughs> Our oh yeah, yeah, yeah. ELS thing. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, I'll probably leave that till later. But so, tell me, do you have when it comes to just being an artist in general? Do you have any specific goals for yourself aside from you know the given of you obviously want to to spread the message? But do mm-hmm. you have anything like you know for five years from now? I want to be at this point as an artist, or like I want to get better at these things. That uh, so one like hey, one thing that I would love to accomplish is to get like a major sync mm-hmm. Yo, yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> like if I could get a song on 2K or Madden, right. or even just on a, a commercial or something like mm-hmm. that, man. Like 
I know some people in the space be like, oh, it's all for God's glory. Well, yeah, the same token. Yeah. I got I got a wife. I got a mortgage. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, this uh, this music thing can be kind of expensive, you know? Yeah, so I would facts. love to see a, a, a decent return on the investment. Um, but no, yeah, like uh, a, a major sink and then just to be in a place where I can uh, make sustainable income from the music and merchandise and I don't know, travel the world and, and meet people. Um, right and also like i would love to have like a a space here in in the city where i can like teach youth this you know wow mixing mastering things like that you know give them a space to where they can express themselves you know what i'm saying and and because it's a lot lot of it's a lot of artists here that are young but Mm -hmm. they don't have that outlet there's no space for it so i mean there's spaces for it but it's expensive exactly and uh you know i want to be able to provide something like that where i could teach them this mixing and mastering recording things like that i like that super dope thinking about others i kind of you know everyone's got their different story of how they started rapping but a lot of us including myself started because somebody older saw something in us and was like whether it was paying for a few things or steering us in the right direction or teaching I had a mentor that was paying for studio time for me for my first project and kind of giving me beats and stuff. And there is stuff. It's, it's where like, I never thought about doing rap. Um, but I always loved writing and poetry and drumming and all those things together equal rap. Um, but I was like, when I hear, Oh, studio costs this much an hour. I, you know, I don't have any money or, Oh, and then I have to pay for cover art and, and, how much is ASCAP to put like, it's just like, right, there's no right. way I could have done it on my own, especially back then. Um, so having someone to even show me how to navigate, like, yo, you should make, um, you know, you should make an ASCAP account so that mm-hmm. you can, it'll be useful to you later. Even though back then I'm like, what? Um, <laughs> it's like, and you can use this to get your music out there instead of just putting it on SoundCloud. Um, so yeah, I feel like there's definitely, that could be useful for, right. for younger kids. We need more artists, I think. More sure. good artists. More good artists. <laughs> right. That's the thing. There's <laughs> a lot of artists, but are they right. good? <laughs> Let's see. So how do you feel? This is going to be kind of a vague yet loaded question. How do you feel about the state of Christian hip hop right now? I'm not even going to like be specific. I'm just going to leave it at that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I think um, I think Christian hip hop is blossoming. It's uh, it's evolving, definitely mm. evolving. Uh, man, it's a crazy talented people um, in our space, and you know we talk about it all the time in the, in a group chat. Um, just like anything, there's always areas of opportunity. You know, like you know, like scripture talks about those small foxes that can spoil vines. You know, like mm. character. Uh, obviously having your character uh, in, a, in a place where you know you get to a position and something happens you don't like wild out you know yeah. now that you're at that bigger platform and now the, the fall is that much harder um, but I think that the space is growing um, they're definitely dope artists that are come, that are evolving um, definitely see like the gauntlet being passed yeah, you know from like the the Lecrae's to now you got the 1k fuse the mm-hmm. nk's um the paris careers like you know the aaron cole's like people that are emerging and uh like elevating it to 
you know, a different season, a different dispensation. Um, right. And it's crazy to see where it's going to be in like the next five, ten years. But but I think it's evolving tremendously. Yeah, I kind of I kind of like that you can almost literally see like the baton being passed. Like even on this last um, the summer reach records project, that was something I noted. I was like, is mo like some of the older guys were missing, and a lot of new young guys were on there. Mm-hmm. And it makes me want to, as part of like the newer generation of Christian rap, it makes me want to kind of take care of it and then be able to do the same thing where, cause I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm young in, uh, like regular life years, but as an artist, once you like get past 30, you're old <laughs> because, because <laughs> the 15 year olds are coming up, right? So I, I want to be able to pass it to the, the next generation, mm-hmm. um, and maybe even in a better way than some of the older, older generation did. Yeah. Um, and so that, you know, it's kind of like, I think about, I have a big family because I'm black, obviously. And I, I mean, that's just, it's part of it. Um, and I think about, we've had family reunions dating back 30, 40 years. And I'm like, oh man, like I'm getting close to an age where it's going to be my generation's turn to keep it alive. Or right. if we fail, just let it die there. And I don't want that to happen. Yeah. I don't want that to happen in the music either. Um, especially in such a niche space as Christian hip hop, where it's like, you know, if it dies, it, you know, right. <laughs> there's nothing to say it's going to come back. So that's true. It'll be our fault. Yeah, facts. Um, yeah. And I want to keep it fun, but you know how I feel about rap. Oh, yeah. Rap should be fun. It fun. <laughs> <laughs> you actually were on a rap should be fun project. Yeah. Um, which is a very coveted spot. I didn't know that when I started, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> like being on Rap Should Be Fun. Being like... on Rap Should Be Fun, yeah. I get <laughs> death threats from the group chat now. But, um, so you were put on uh, the, what was it called? Uh, Klondike oh, remix. remix. How do yep. you feel about that song, about being on the remix? Man, first of all, when you uh, when you text me, I was like, yo, me? I was like, <laughs> you, want, you want me on the remix? Yeah. I was like, wow, okay. I, and... Uh, <laughs> Like that, it was like an honor. I was like, man, all right, cool. Um, <laughs> and then when I, I had already heard the song, the song, the original song was fire. Right. Um, but then like when you told me who was going to be on the remix, I was right. like, oh man, I was like, there's some some, some people on here. And then he <laughs> was like, this is who you're going after. And I was like, oh man, I can't yep. come in weak or, or whatever. So man, like. I remember I recorded one verse and then I let my wife listen to it and she was like, nah, this Oh not. no. She was like, that's not it. I was oh, like, no. oh man. So I went back and rewrote it and then I re-recorded it and she was like, she was like, like um uh, uh uh Will Smith and Bad Boys, that's how you drive. She was like, that's how you come in that's on a cypher type music. <laughs> it's like hilarious. that's how you do it. And uh so yeah, I, I felt great. I was like, man, it was exciting because I think you are like the first person. I mean, outside of like Truth or whatever, that Truth was my homie. Mm-hmm. Um, and we like we grew up on the same block. We literally grew up together. Really, I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. world, right? Uh, I went to school with his brother, but um, outside of him, you were like the first person that reached out to me for a feature. Really? Yeah, and that I made didn't know me that, that made me feel good. Like you know, what I'm saying like somebody noticed. Not not saying that I need the validation, but like. You know, somebody noticed the talent I, that mm-hmm. I have, and you know what I'm able to do on a track, and I was like, "Let's go!" Yeah, so man, I was excited. It's, it's kind of it's been so interesting because 
like I said, I've only been rapping since 2016. I wasn't good at rapping until like maybe 2020, 2019, 2020 is where I'd be like, I am solidified. I think I should be because right before 2020, I had it was 2020 was the tail end of me saying, yo, I'm gonna do this music thing, spending money wise, spend a lot of time in it for mm -hmm. like two more years. Um, or like it was like one more year and if it doesn't kind of pan out then I might stop doing it and yeah. then right around that the end of that is when I won some contests and got on KJ's radar and everything and I was like I guess I'm meant to do this but it hasn't been that long and I still don't feel like I'm this super great thing which I, I mean part of that's because I don't I try to not let pride take me over but the way kind of some of my peers and just others kind of speak about me or like the idea of being honored that I asked you to be on my project where I'm like, we're the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're, yeah. <laughs> you've probably been rapping longer than me. There's nothing that is different between me and anybody else in the group other than the fact that I've been blessed to get some, uh, like, honestly, it's luck in certain spots. Like, I was in the right place at the right time. I've, you know, and I, I do believe that God is like kind of, I'm obviously walking <laughs> where he wants me to go, but it's like, yeah. it could have been anybody in the group to like I feel bad at times I know I'll get picked on but it's like I was telling my girl the other day that you know I have like 25,000 monthly listeners and I had talked about how oh yeah when distro kid money comes in it's like anywhere between like 100 and 200 and I kind of said that passively in the group like oh yeah that like a couple hundred dollars a month really helps and everybody's like miss nobody gets a couple hundred like, and I was right. like, yes. oh, like I'm not even trying to it was just something I didn't even think about <laughs> Um, so yeah, all that's to say to that I, yeah. it's hard to scratch yeah, yeah. That, that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and what's crazy is you don't, you don't really do any like ads or nothing like I, that. So <laughs> you literally built what you have on Spotify from the mud, like from the ground yeah. up, 25 consistent monthly listener, right. 25,000 consistently, bro, that's, that's something to be proud of. You know what I, I'm saying? I, I try to not let myself get, um, you know, forget that that's why i had tweeted recently the whole i was like oh i have twenty five thousand listeners i wish i had 100k and then i'm like 15 year old me or 10 year old me would be like we're we're a rapper like what do you mean twenty five thousand? like we rap um so it's like i it's part of why i do my reactions it's part of why i do this show is because i want every artist to get that some type of opportunity to be heard more because it's like i not a like i think i'm good at what i do but i don't think i'm more talented than really anybody i feel like it's just yeah. a mixture of hard work uh god and then just kind of some lucky breaks honestly <laughs> and some people that were willing to help me out um yeah. so i want like everybody in the group and even even more unknown artists to be like yo i'm getting a platform to kind of help boost me as well because it's like right. there's no real difference between us if that makes sense so right 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 yeah i hear you or maybe I'm just great. Who knows? But <laughs> I take it all back. Take it all back. <laughs> pride, Mitch has entered. Yeah, no. It doesn't. Pride isn't. It's not even. Um, let me see. Do I have anything else for you? Da, da, da. Are you working on anything musically aside from the thing I can't discuss? <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, so I put out on the throne. Mm -hmm. Um, I love and, that song. Uh, yeah, so I put I put that out, and 
I got a. I know people. People like feel away when people like God told me to put this out, but <laughs> like <laughs> nah. this, this, this is the relationship that me and God got. Like I don't put out songs unless He tell me to. So that's why I don't like just drop music like every yeah. week or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I had got like an idea to put out like an EP um, dealing with like spiritual warfare. You know what I mean? I like, like that like praying strategically or whatever but not in like a corny way like it's gonna yeah. be dope you know all over drill beats because everybody in the group was like yo joe you need to tap more into drill so i'm do. like okay <laughs> all right we're gonna do it and then at the same token i'm gonna like have like a it's only gonna be like a five track ep uh, but at the same time when i drop the music it's gonna come with like a devotion you know so okay. like all the songs have like verses tied to it or whatever um so that and then like i'm gonna jump back on youtube and like mm-hmm. l- break down the lyrics you know and why i uh i wrote the song so it's, it's a lot that uh it's coming out and then also i'm working on another ep with a, another artist from the chat group okay that, uh trying to who? keep kind of yeah <laughs> <laughs> all i'm gonna say is we we, we the gang i like it very yeah. dope okay so you're working on a lot. <laughs> See, typically I'll ask and someone will be like, no, no, I really ain't got anything. Like you got a whole plan planned out. I love it. Yeah. I just also like stay, the, just trying to stay active. You know, it's like, like, like shooters or playing basketball, you know, they facts. get that, um, you know, they get that, 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 that rain delay or something like that, you know, and yep. you start getting cold. So you got to stay warm. So <laughs> the, I feel that. Yeah. You know, I like the intentionality of kind of putting out something that, you know, could be helpful like spiritually and adding like the devotion and everything mm-hmm. um because you had made a uh, a joke that was facts in the group the other day where you said uh chh is clean hip-hop because it's it's easy to fall into that i mean i've kind of i almost feel like when i write a verse i'll ask myself am i adding this line about god in here so that i can say oh but i have a line about god in here or is it because this is really who i am mm-hmm. and part of that is i don't let myself get too far away from 2017 me who there was not one part of me that was like i'm gonna write a christian project i didn't even realize my project was christian and so my grandmother who only listens to christian music heard my project i was just kind of nervous that she was gonna hear me rapping for the first time (laughs) and she responded to my mom who then told me that uh well grandma was like oh your christian album is really good and i was like did i make a christian album and i went and listened to it. i was like every song on here says mentions god at some point and talks about <laughs> i was i didn't need, i promise i didn't even notice that i was doing that but it's because like i said i rap what i know i rap what yeah. comes from my heart and it's that's what it is so i want to make sure that i don't just become a guy who's oh i'm a christian as much of, of a joke as it is i'm a christian who raps yeah. instead of a christian artist <laughs> yeah and i i get i get it you know for uh for some people and i don't i don't knock it you know what i'm saying Mm. like um i I guess for me you know like you said you you write or talk about what you know Mm -hmm. and um you know what i'm the music that i make or like the type of music that i make i guess could be classified as gospel rap as opposed to christian hip-hop you know what i mean um, but that's just me. That's just who I am. That's uh, 
like that's all I've known you know I, I don't really have a testimony where like I was in the streets you know so I if I tried to make a song like about that it would be weird or yeah. like if I ever tried to make a song where you know I'm like low like trying to flex but not really flexing it would be weird because that's not even how that's I talk you. you know yeah, what I'm saying you. trust me I get it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it would be weird I'll be capping to myself like man yeah. you don't even talk like that in real life like <laughs> <laughs> gotta put on a different voice yeah <laughs> let know, me put on my street voice <laughs> put on my street voice so i only produce or i only make what's like germane to me this is who i am um and yeah so i like it i i respect it trust me i feel like in part it really is kind of nuanced because i like we had talked about this in the group as well like i love hip-hop culture obviously there's parts of hip-hop culture that don't align with christian culture but something like the braggadocia of rap is super fun to me but for me i know that i don't really feel like i i'm really not prideful about a lot of things the only thing i think i've ever gotten close to that is one when i used to be a really good drummer back in high school and i don't even do that anymore and two when i realized i was good at winning like these rap contests Mm -hmm. um and once i got to a level where i was like i felt like oh i deserve to win that or i'm better than this person it's like okay (laughs) that doesn't even look good on you like you need to relax but if right. I'm saying in a in a bar and a rap like oh, I'm better than all y'all like for me I know in my heart that I don't really think I, I don't think I'm better than anybody but something is fun about kind of playing the rap braggadocia kind of character yeah. but I definitely see how that could get mixed up with if you genuinely believe like I'm better than all of you and I'm rapping about it then it's like you know it's yeah. definitely confusing <laughs> right, right, right. yeah. Uh, it's like it's like playful like uh when no big deal said uh uh the the all you rappers my yep. sons you know what i'm saying like yeah. i got it he was he was joking and that's his personality you know right. what i'm saying like when you really like look at listen to uh no big deal or even look at him on social media like he's a jokester so he didn't right. really mean it and i was mad that he actually had to apologize yeah. about <laughs> about that i'm like what like yeah that was <laughs> boy and it, it it honestly was an interesting situation it was kind of like a teachable moment because it's like i wouldn't even say no big deal as to be like oh you can't say that in raps anymore but it's kind of like know that not everybody perceives the, and i've had plenty of moments like that like sometimes especially if people don't know you mm-hmm. they are just taking what you say for at face value they don't know the context they don't know the background right. they're just like you said this it affects me in this way so i might respond to you and then how you deal with that is is you know the balls right. in your court mm-hmm. um but yeah, yeah. Just in general, Christian rap can sometimes feel like an oxymoron. I think our whole goal is for it to not sound, not be an oxymoron. Like they can coexist. It's just part of hip hop culture, especially nowadays. You gotta you gotta kind of know that it doesn't. Not every you can't take every part of hip hop and try to make it Christian because it doesn't really line up. But you can still have Christian hip hop. So yeah, for sure. It's definitely our challenge, but we we all signed up for it. So um, we literally signed our names in a book that said Christian hip hop. So until I die, <laughs> um, and in pen too, so we can't erase it. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you for uh, being on the show, man. I. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this. I used to I used to ask everybody this, and then I kind of stopped. Um, but you know, it still kind of applies. How did the pandemic and COVID and everything affect your life as an artist and just as a man? Um, and does it still affect you, or is I like to feel like it's over, but it might not be for everybody. So, yeah. Uh, honestly, 
<clears throat> uh, we didn't really feel the effects of the pandemic mm-hmm. uh, that much. I mean, because both of us, me and my wife, we we kept working like our jobs didn't uh, stop because we were considered essential yeah you know my uh, wife was in banking and i was in cable so yeah, yeah that cable is essential bro <laughs> cable, you know so we kept working it was definitely a weird time uh it, it, it was weird that first year i think um what really affected me was like the social justice stuff that was going on yeah you know? like the george the george floyd really uh affected me a lot you know what i'm saying like that was wild yeah and i and that was the reason why i i had put out that ep i put uh just breathe Mm -hmm. uh during the pandemic you know was because that um so like musically it uh put me in the space to where like man we because i know like a lot of people was talking about pandemic like everybody was putting out quarantine type songs or whatever (laughs) and it was like oh man everybody's creative Uh, you know but i really felt like you know just breathe was not only like for people but it was for me to just remember to like just take that breath no matter what's going on like you know the breath that we got is so important it's so sacred and we got to cherish it so um now like now i guess man post pandemic i mean like yeah i think it's 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 weird because like you don't hear about the numbers anymore obviously mm-hmm. because you know well i'm not even gonna talk about yeah, it yeah there's a few reasons <laughs> yeah so i'm uh yeah i'm gonna leave that alone so i don't want the video to get flagged <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh yeah we just gonna leave it at that but Right. You know, like during the pandemic, God like really kept us, kept me and my wife, um, you know, like health wise, financially. Uh, we didn't get COVID until like last year, like around Christmas. Really? Yeah, I I got it from a customer. And, oh man. Yeah, man. I came home Christmas Eve, not Christmas oh, Eve, no. the night, the December twenty third. Christmas that Eve. night, uh, <laughs> that night, I'm like, man, I was like, what is this? And then when I woke up Christmas Eve, I was like a mess. Oh, I, was, stinks. <laughs> I was a mess. I was like, this, this ain't right. This is not the common code. I know for sure it's not. <laughs> facts, facts. <laughs> um, but through it all, man, you know, God kept us. He kept our families. You know, we, we, we've been good, man. And yeah, we still are, are in a, in a good place. So thank god for that amen bro yeah i when i used to ask people that i was like i want to get to a point where i don't have to ask people that anymore and then it kind of felt that way and then it kind of started coming back and then there was like the monkey pox thing and now like polio is back in new york or something so i'm like i don't hey man i just tell people man i was like you know don't let um the stuff that you know is is being placard on the news and stuff like drive you to a place of fear because um, once you get to that place of fear you forget who's really in control and i know like you know like like don't be unwise or whatever like don't protect yourself because you know there was that whole group of people mm. that was like god got us you know what I mean? yep, we don't they were the- crazy <laughs> god was like go home put on a mask <laughs> right you know you gotta you still gotta be wise but just know that you know we gotta put keep our faith in, in god no matter what's going on you know all facts bro yep Amen, bro. Well, again, I appreciate you being on the show. Uh, let everybody know where they can find your music, where they can hit you up, speak to you. Cool. So I am on Instagram underscore U-N-T-I-D-L-D. That's underscore U-N-T-I-D-L-D. 
um, Twitter will not let me change my name. So <laughs> it's you is underscore U N T D L D on Twitter. I think that's where I spend most of my time on Twitter nowadays. Um, and then you can find me all my music on Spotify, Apple music, whatever you use, uh, all DSPs, digital streaming platforms is U N T I D L D. Perfect, bro. I appreciate it. We'll be on the lookout for your new EPs, bro. Um, yeah. Shout out to you guys for watching. I know I've kind of done a bad job of keeping up with these. I'm trying to do one a month. I think that's the goal. I think that's doable. Um, and I'm trying to get to 100 someday. So hopefully we'll get there eventually. Um, shout out Daryl from Bookkeeper for being patient with me. We've been mm-hmm. doing this show for at least two years now. Like, it's really crazy if you compare the first episode of the show to 26 or 7. I don't even know what episode we're on. But anyway, it's yeah. definitely come a long way. So I appreciate y'all for watching. Appreciate you, Bookkeeper. And I will see you guys next time. Peace. Not gonna lie. So when I was younger, I would say like, you know how we have to all go through this identity crisis type thing when we're younger? That's good. Like, yeah, kind of. Like, you you don't want to be like... Friends. Any friends. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so in- do wonders like AI anomalies. Or- I know that, right? Saga, who was on, rap on, on saying beats. You're definitely more lyrical. So, like, you're not... I actually knew a guy in Miami that he was going to the same show. And I tweeted, like, last week that someday I'm going to have a song with him. I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Um... So- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.